Hello and welcome to the next episode of Manifesting Book Magic with me, your host, Nicole Perella Remke. Wow, this week I have really been thinking a lot about the interview I had with Erin Gallion, uh, author of Storm Sisters. When we were talking last week, it really dawned on me that I was asking her a lot about the stories that she tells herself as a mom or the limiting beliefs or the excuses or I even use the word lies that sometimes sneak in and infiltrate our brains telling us what we can and what we can't do, what we're allowed to do, what's okay for a mom to be doing or you know how to combat mom guilt if it sneaks in as we work to pursue our dreams or as we even just work to take good care of ourselves as we carve out time to do the things that we love that we need to do that matter to us and all of this has really got me thinking about my own journey with motherhood Before I got married, I was teaching full-time. I was teaching second grade Spanish immersion at an amazing school. And then I also had this passion for health and wellness. And I became an Ayurvedic health coach and a private yoga teacher. So Ayurveda, for those of you that don't know, it's sort of like the medicinal side of yoga. It's the diet, it's the lifestyle, it's the herbs, it's all the things you do when you're not on your yoga mat. And there was so much to learn. I even went to India for three weeks to experience the full Ayurvedic treatment of Panchakarma, the cleansing procedures, the meditation, the yoga, the food, everything. And it really changed my life. It really rocked my world. And I wanted to help other people. So I did. I started my own business. I was consulting one-on-one with clients at this great place here in Seattle called the Glow Natural Health Center. I did that on Saturdays and on Wednesdays. So I was very busy. I was teaching Monday through Friday full-time. And then I was seeing clients for my business on Wednesdays and Saturdays days. And this was a lot. I had a lot going on, but as you know, if you can't tell by now, I also have a lot of energy and I have a lot of passion and I love pursuing multiple dreams, multiple projects, multiple things. Well, then when I got married, we had a honeymoon baby and we were pregnant really quickly. And it became clear to me that I needed to clear some space in my life for this baby and for this husband and for this life I was creating, this family. So I decided to shut down my business and I basically decided that my daughter was my number one client and I was going to invest my whole heart and soul into her, which I have done for the last six, seven years now. And it was interesting to me because shutting down my business It was almost like I was shutting down a side of myself. I was shutting down this side of myself that was learning and growing and seeking out new things just for me and to explore and to enjoy myself. 
And I put all of that energy into learning about child development and breastfeeding and, you know, how to make baby purees and baby led weaning and potty training and sleep training and all of these things that you learn as a new mom. It really does take a lot of energy. And, you know, the overachiever in me, the perfectionist in me, it was like I was putting all of my energy into momming. And when Sophie was a baby, you know, she had three naps a day. And when she wasn't feeding, it was like tummy time books, tummy time books, tummy time books. And I was very intense with my approach to mothering because I was putting all of my creative energy into this one thing and especially when I was on maternity leave and I wasn't working it was like my full focus I even decided to go back to work part-time so I would have even more space and time to be with her and to focus on momming (laughs) and I'm putting it as a verb because it was very active for me at this time And then now in the last few years, now that Sophie's in school and, you know, we've kind of crossed the baby and toddler threshold and she's like a full-blown kid, um, I'm like in this process of reclaiming myself, reclaiming my creativity, reclaiming my energy, reclaiming these passions that I set aside for a few years. And I think this is a very normal process, but for me, since it's my first time, it feels new, it feels fresh, it feels like, oh wow, this is something I'm noticing and choosing to do. So one little turning point for me was a few years ago, I was at work and all of a sudden, my vision on the right side went all splotchy, all black and white and splotchy. And I noticed that I felt tingly and weird and I didn't know what was going on. And I ended up going to the hospital. A friend at work took me to the hospital and as we were driving there, I told her, I said, my voice sounds strange. My voice sounds different in my head. And it turned out I was having a panic attack. And I'd never had one before. I didn't know what was going on, but at the hospital, they treated me for that. And my husband came and my mom came and they took care of me. And that was a real turning point for me because that's when I realized some things had to change and that I couldn't be momming in this sort of intense way anymore. I needed to make some shifts. I needed to prioritize my self-care. I needed to think about things a little differently. So it was at that point I decided to stop breastfeeding because that was something that I could easily take off my plate. And anyone who has breastfed for any period of time knows that it is extremely time consuming. It takes a lot of energy. It takes your energy from your body, but also it takes up brain space. I can remember back to all those months and years when I was calculating in my brain, how much breast milk do I have in the freezer? How much have I pumped today? How much, you know, can I feed her before I go to work? And then she'll get some when I come home from work. And just the mental energy that went into that, I didn't realize how much brain space it was taking up. So when I decided to wean my daughter and take that off my plate, it was 
a big relief. And then the other thing that I've come to learn is that what I watch on TV and what I allow into my brain really affects me. It was around that time there was this show, it was called like 13 Ways, I think. And it was a show that contained a lot of trauma. It had rape featured, it had suicide. And I was watching this before going to bed and it was like seeping into my brain and into my being and it affected me and it led up to this panic attack. We were also moving, I was in charge of all the packing, I was working, I was doing so many different things and it was like a wake-up call for me. So luckily I, I can report that I've had no panic attacks since then and in this process of reclaiming myself, writing my children's book, pursuing some dreams, starting this podcast. These are all things that I'm doing for me as creative outlets for me. And they, they end up fueling me. Yes, they take some energy to pursue, but I'm equally as nourished by them. And it's this beautiful circle of creative effort and nourishment. And I absolutely love this. So as I move forward with this reclaiming journey and motherhood, I've come up with some blocks about what a good mom should be doing or how a good mom should be spending her time. And I'm not sure where these messages have come from, but I've been using tapping to help me move through them and to like reclaim even more of my identity, reclaim even more space and time for myself and to really enjoy the time that I have and not be consumed by anxiety or any sort of mom guilt or anything like that. So I've decided to create a free gift for you, which is a guided tapping session to help you release any mom guilt you may be experiencing. I know I've talked about tapping in previous episodes and I decided that it's time to jump right in and give you a little taste so that you can see how powerful this technique is. Tapping is like acupressure, acupuncture, but without the needles. So you tap on these different meridian points on your body and it can help you reprogram these limiting beliefs and input more empowering messages. And as you do this over time, these empowering messages become like your own self-talk. They just start repeating in your mind even when you're not actively tapping. And I've been doing this for four or five years now and the results are incredible. My self-talk is on point. I'm feeling so positive, so enthusiastic. Anyone that knows me knows that I veer very optimistic and I really credit tapping for that. So if you wanna give it a try, go ahead and tap the link in the show notes. I'm also gonna have this available on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel. So I hope to see you there. I hope you enjoy this tapping and I hope to be releasing a lot more tapping videos and audios in the future. So like always, try something new today. What can you reclaim? What can you enjoy just for you as a creative effort just for you? 
I'm here for you. I'm rooting you on. I'm rooting myself on. We can be, do, and have anything our heart desires. So until next time, I'll see you then. Bye.